This is KMTT. Today is Tuesday, and this is Ezubik, the weekly shir in Pashat Shavuah with the Ramban. And this week's Pasha is Ha'azinu. Uh, Ha'azinu, the Ramban, is a bit difficult to talk about since I think to a much greater extent a strikingly greater extent than any other Pasha, the Ramban uh, dives directly into Al Derech Haimet in Pashat Hazinu. He, the, the explanations of the Ramban very often skip completely over any attempt to say Pshat and go directly to the Ramban's Kabbalah, Al Derech, Al Derech Haimet. And uh, as usual, we're not going to actually talk about the Al Derech Haimet, the Kabbalistic explanations of the Ramban. Apparently in Pashat Hazinu, the Ramban felt that this was its shira, its poetry, it's a special kind of pasha. And uh, therefore the man felt a fear, or he felt it was more legitimate, to uh, interpret directly the phrases, the metaphors, the expressions used as being references, that the pshat is that they references to certain uh, Kabbalistic, esoteric, esoteric notions. Uh, but I do want to talk about one particular uh, Ramban uh, in Perek Lamed Bet, Pasuk Chavav, we'll start with Pasuk Chavav, a Ramban that uh, has a great deal of, uh, of meaning in terms of the Muslim understanding of Jewish, of Jewish history. The Pasuk says, Amarti af ehem ashbita me'enosh zichram. Follows a, a long section which most of the commentaries, including the Ramban, interpret as being a tochacha for Israel, describing Israel's sins. Uh, going back a few psukim, Vayar Adonai Vayinatz Vikaas Vanav Uvnotav Vayomer Astira Fanai Mehem. God says because of the uh, evil, the the anger which the, the children, that's us have uh, have uh, caused in him so he says astira fanai mehem i will hide my face from from them they've abandoned me they've abandoned god they've angered me because of their foolish actions and therefore God says he will punish them. And therefore I will punish them with galut. The fire burns in my, in my, in my nostrils. And it burns to the foundations of, 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 the, of the universe. It devours the land and its produce. And it heats up. It burns the foundations of the mountains. Describes the sins of Israel and God's anger. And a few psukim later, it says, "Amarti af ehem ashvita ashpita me'enosh zichram lulei kaas oyev agur peni nakarut zaremo peni meru yadenu rama belo Adonai pa'al kazat." Amarti af ehem. Ramban explains that af ehem. He says, "Amru hamedaktekim." The experts in, in, in Hebrew, other experts in Hebrew, not, not himself, he says these people are experts, um, 
say that Afehem means Afazrim. Amarti Afehem, I said, God is speaking now, I said I will spread them out. I will send them into a diaspora. Why does Afehem mean Afazrim? Bechod Pe'ah. Afehem is from the Rashon Pe'ah. Pe'ah means the corners. So Afehem is a verb meaning I will corner them, meaning I will spread them to the four corners of the of the world. And then the man says, what does it mean, Amarti? I said, This is the important point. The man saying, the word Amarti, if that's what it means, if Afehem means I will spread them out all across the world, then Amarti means I said, meaning I thought. The, the thought arose, or my will, and the man says, In other words, it's not a final decision. But it means the Midat Hadin, the attribute of justice, proposed. Amarti, I proposed. Shiyu kacha le'olam mefuzarim b'chol peyah. In other words, Amarti af ehem, I will spread them to the corners. It means that that will be their state. In other words, Midat Hadin says that the Galut should be forever. That the diaspora the pizur, the fuzarim b'chol pe'ah, should be the permanent state of the Jews. Now, there's no question in my mind when the man says this. He is, in fact, aware and speaking directly to and an opinion which he heard very often from his Christian neighbors and Catholic interlocutors with whom he had, in fact, connections. And it's a staple of medieval Christian theology that the Jews are eternally cursed, not destroyed, but cursed to be dispersed all over the world in a a permanent state of of servitude or or subjugation. So the Ramban says, Midat Hadin said that. It's not a anti-Semitic canard or imagination. That's what this pasuk means. Amarti af God said, I will disperse them. nishbat la'ad. And their memory from among mankind, he means the memory as a people, will be uh, banished, will be annulled forever. However, the next Pasuk says, Lulei Kas Oyevagul. I said I would do this were it not for Kas Oyevagul Penyin Akut Sarimu Penyom Maru Yadinu Rama Volod and Ipa Al Kazat. Explain what the Pasuk means, but God says, I said to myself, let us disperse them. And the man says that means on a permanent basis. Were it not, I said it, but I didn't carry it out. Were it not because of kas oyev agu, so that the nations should not say yadenu ramav alod and al kozot. The nations should not say that they have conquered Israel, rather than that God has. Now the Ramban has a different explanation for the word afehem. It's an interesting explanation. I'll mention it. It doesn't change the pshat at all. Uh, the Radak had said that afehem is a verb comes from the word pe'ah, which means the corner. 
So afayhem is a verb meaning I will I will cornerize them. I will put them into the corners. The man says milam murkevet. The man says, in my opinion, it's not actually a word; it's a combination word. Kimo kashir hiskiru besifri af a hem. Af a hem is three words. Af a hem. However, Ahem, where are they? Aval ta'ama she'ashitem b'makom u'v'inyan she'emru alayhem gam ahem. In other words, it means I will put the Jews in such a state that others will say about them, Ahem, where are they? It means the same thing. Lomar she'lo yish'er lahem shem v'she'er bagoyim v'lo yibadam b'komam ayeh. They will be so dispersed and assimilated and buried and, and, and simply become invisible that nobody will know where they are. Um, the man says this between his pshat and the Radak's pshat is Radak's talking about dispersion. He says, my pshat is talking about disappearance. This refers to what in fact did take place about Aseret HaShvatim who have disappeared and no one knows where they are. The man refers to the legend that Aseret HaShvatim do in fact exist. And they're living on the other side of the Sabbatyon and nobody knows where they are. So that's what man's expression for Afehem. It's, it's the same result as that of the Vadak. They will not exist as a recognizable nation. The Galut according to the Ramban, or the dispersion, according to the Vedak, will be a permanent state which will uh, uh, result in, according to the Ramban, no memory will exist of them. Or here he says, they will have no name, and no uh, um, uh, leftover, no uh, memory amongst, amongst, amongst the guy. Now I get to the important part of Ramban. Amalti Afehem Ashibita Me'enosh Zichram. So Ramban says that Afehem refers to the ten tribes. But Ashbita Me'enosh Zichram, that's us. Ashbita Me'enosh Zichram Galutenu Bein Ha'amim. Ramban explicitly says that it's me. He says Galutenu Bein Ha'amim. He's, he's talking for his time, present state of affairs. Christ us as well. What I'm pointing out is Maman is explicitly thinking about his own situation of 13th, 14th century Spain, the Jews living in Galut, amidst the Christians. Ashpita me'eno zichram, I will cancel from humanity their memory. Galutenu bein ha'amim, our exile amongst the peoples. Anachnu. Yudah ubinyamin, as opposed to the ten tribes, we, Yudah ubinyamin, the two tribes, we will, same thing, she'ein lanu zeicher ba'amim, that we have today no memory, no reference amongst the people, amongst the peoples, v'lo nechshav la'am v'umaklaus, a very strikingly extreme expression, a man says, not that God said, he says, this is in fact our, our situation. We, today, 
we have no zeicha. But I mean, what does that mean? People know the Jews are here. We're not considered to be a nation. The Ramban says that the status of the Jews in the diaspora was that they weren't a nation. He's saying they don't have a national identity. And this is 500 years before the rise of political nationalism of the Zionist movement. Now he explains, This Pasuk says, He's saying, this is, the Pasuk is true. What's not true about the Pasuk is the Olam. The Amarti, I proposed, was that this should be the permanent state of the Jews. The man saying this is the state of the Jews. The state of the Jews is that Ashbita may know Zichran, but it's not Ashbita. Ashbita means it's wiped out completely, and therefore can't come back. The state of the Jews is that Ein lanu ba'amim velo the proposal was, the Midat Hadin, the attribute of justice said, the Yotenu ken begalut, that we should be thus in galut, in exile, le'olam. However, lulei ka'as oyev. Well, not for the anger at the enemy, we'll explain what that means in a second. V'yoreze, this teaches us, ki begalutenu ata tama schut avot. Does this teaches us that today, in exile, today was 550 years ago, still applies, Tama Schut Avot. The concept we call Schut Avot, the merit of the forefathers, Ahmed Tzachvi Yaakov, is finished. Rabban's reference here is to Gemara in Shabbat Tafnun which says those words. Tama Schutavot. It ended sometime in Bayit Bishon or a little bit later. There's a different opinions there, but all the opinions are in the far distant past. Now, I'll point out in a parenthetical remark that many commentators twist and turn and, and, and basically get out of the implications of the Gemara, including Tosfot Aladaf. That is, they distinguish between Schutavot and Chazdeavot or between Tefillah. There are all kinds of ways to say that somehow in one way or another there still is Shutavot. But the Gemara says there isn't and, and the Rabban is quoting it. That's what this Pasuk says. That Midat Hadin says that the Jews could, should have disappeared. And the only reason why not wasn't because of Shutavot. Not because, oh no, but they, they still have certain merits of their own. Even inherited ones. No. The reason why the Jews are not disappearing and God does not fulfill and carry out the edict of Ashbita Meinos Zichram is because of Kasu Yevagur, it's because of the God's relationship to the rest of the world. There's nothing intrinsic in the Jewish people which protects them any longer, but only something which we're going to explain in a second, a consideration of Kiddush Shem Shamayim Ba'olam. So that the nations of the world should not say there is no God or Israel's God is no God. Israel's God is not capable of protecting them. As Moshe Rabbeinu said, Lama That's all that's left. <coughs> is the fact that because of the historical circumstances, we remain the carriers of God's name. But in terms of schut, including inherited schut of the avot, tamas schut avot. We've used it up. Jewish history 
is so tragic, tragic in the sense of moral obedience to God, that all of the promises of the Torah explaining how because of Muhammad Yaakov, God will take care and fulfill Jewish destiny with their children, well, we've emptied that bank account. In our exile today, Tama Avot. The merit of the fathers is finished. The only thing which saves us from the nations, Rak Ba'avur Shmo Hagadol Yitbarach, is only because, and this is what the Pasuk means, Kas is because of God's great name. In other words, Kiddush Hashem. Disgraced, should not be desecrated in the eyes of the other nations. Moshe Rabbeinu had already used this um, this 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 argument. Moshe Rabbeinu said, "If you do not save the Jews now, then the nations will say it's because you couldn't." We, we, there's no reason to save the Jews because of the Jews, but. God needs to protect His name, the Kiddush Hashem Bagoyim, by not letting the Jews be destroyed, because the nations will deduce from the end of Jewish history that the God of the Jews was not a powerful God, was not capable of saving them. When Moshe Rabbeinu said that, God forgave the Jews, but why? Explicitly it says, Your argument was what uh, turned the tide. And your argument was that the nation should not uh, uh, deduce, reach the conclusion a conclusion that's equivalent to Chilul Hashem. Now, why is God concerned that the nation should not think that he's weak? So, the man now explains a theory of not of total Jewish history, but of modern Jewish history. What's left of Jewish history? The reason for this argument that God needs to protect his name, that people should not think, the nation should not think that he's weak, it isn't because God has a need to show His strength to the nations. He wants to impress them with His strength. Because it the nations. The nations are nothing to Him. They have no intrinsic weight. Why would He want to impress them? But the reason is, this is classic Ramban. It goes back to what Ramban said in Bereshit many, many weeks ago. The first Pasha of the Torah. Hashem bara et ha'adam batachtonim sheyakir et boro ve'yodel ishmo. 
man was created. The creation of man was for one purpose only. We spoke about this in Pashat Bo in this series. Man was created batachdonim, the world, the lower world with man in it was created so that man should recognize his creator and yodelishmo and praise or accept, testify to God's name. That is the reason for the creation of the world. Why does God want that? Amanda has not explained now. We actually did talk about this in the past. But God created the world so that the world should recognize God. Created man so that man should recognize God the Creator. God gave man free will. But the world, mankind, completely, kulam, denied God. They sinned and they denied Him. The only thing left in the world that bears God's name now they might have said that we'd recognize God as creator they would laudot doesn't mean only to praise it means basically to confess to admit they will testify to God's name after the world left God what was left? Rak ha'am only this people the Jewish people are the only ones left bearing God's name and then God, continuing in Jewish history, God utilized the Jews in order to publicize through wonders and miracles. Jewish history, not just the Jew, the Jews recognize God. That's all that's left in the world. But that's not enough. God isn't interested only in the Jews. He really is interested in mankind. Jewish history testifies because of the miracles and the signs and the wonders and Hashkacha Pratit testifies that God is This is a term in Rabban we've seen many times Rabban says that the other nations have gods angels or powers which control the destiny of the different nations of the world but God is And it's necessary for the entire world to it's okay they realize that they have certain powers which control them, but they have to recognize that God is the power above all powers. The God of gods, the King of kings, and the Master of masters. And how is that done? Jewish history testifies to that. The whole world knows about it because of the, because of the Jews. But if God now will repent of His original intention, and he will cause the memory of the Jews to disappear. As Midata didn't propose, as was just and proper, Ashbita me'enosh zichram. But if God will do that, Yishkechu ha'amim et ototav et ma'asav velo yusupar odmem. The nations will forget God's wonders and actions and not tell them anymore. If the Jewish people don't exist, nobody will remember Jewish history either. No one will remember 
Yitziat Mitzrayim. No one will remember Matan Torah. In terms of the Mavan's own experience, you can say nobody will read Tanakh. Nobody will read the old, what they call the Old Testament. And if someone will remember it, one or two people will, historians, archaeologists, will in, indeed remember Jewish history, but he'll say, He'll say, oh, it could have been the God who did it because he's not taking care of them anymore. It must have been some other power of the stars, astrological reference. In other words, some some natural reason got the Jews going for some years, including what appears to be miracles, but it wasn't it wasn't God. It wasn't Elokei Elokim Adonai Adonim. V'chalaf v'avar, but it passed. It wasn't permanent. It wasn't permanent. It wasn't the ultimate power of the universe. V'nei tiyeh kavanat habriyah ba'adam b'teilah legamri. And if that takes place, then the entire purpose of creation is annulled. There will be nobody left who will know his Creator. Only people who anger God. And therefore, because of the original desire, the original will expressed by God to create the world, not because of anything else that happened afterwards with the Jews, but because of the original purpose of the creation of the world, it is proper Therefore, God chooses to have uh, His own people for eternity. They're not worthy of the eternity. But God's purpose requires that they remain eternally. Why? Because they're still the closest to God and the ones who know Him best of all the nations. In terms of your actions, you're sinners and your sin deserves destruction. But it's still a historical fact. It's a social fact that the Jews are still those who bear God's name, who know God, who are closest to God of all the people. And therefore, they can still fulfill the historical destiny of holding out for the entire nations of the world, for all the people of the world, the possibility of recognizing God and attesting to His name. Therefore, God says, that God will remember that His people are His people. Why are they His people? Because they bear His name. He will remember that they are His servants. And they acted as His servants during the Galut, suffering the trials and tribulations of the Galut. As it says, Vayomer ach ami heima God says, despite everything, they are still my people. My children who do not lie. What does it mean do not lie? They are still my people, not because they're acting well. But their existence doesn't lie. It tells the truth about God's existence. Because God takes care of the Jews.
Ramban here has expressed an incredible theory of Jewish history. He says, ultimately, obviously the purpose of the Jews is to be tzaddikim and to bring Machut Hashem to the world. But he says, ultimately, the bottom line is, given Jewish history, God has a permanent relationship to the Jews because God's presence in the world, God's name in the world, is totally dependent on the continuation of Jewish history. If the Jews do not exist, then there is no place in the world where mankind can find a testimony to the fact that God is, in the words of the Ramban, Elokei HaElokim Radonei HaAdonim. And this testimony that the Jews testify is not dependent on whether they are tzaddikim or rishayim. Even if they are unworthy, but the facts of Jewish history, because God promised them once and still fulfills, and you can see that, you can see the miraculous protection of God, of the Jews, that He doesn't let them disappear, that, perhaps partially, but that is enough of a fulfillment of God's original purpose in creation to require that it take place. So in terms of themselves, schutam, schut avot, the Jews are totally unworthy. As the Pasuk says, Amarti ashbita me'enosh zecham. Amarti afehem ashbita me'enosh zecham. I wipe out their memory from mankind. Lulei ka'as oyev agur penyin akrut sarem o penyin ruyadeinu rama below Adonai pa'al kozad. Were it not for the fact that if that would take place, the nations would say, we conquered the Jews and God did not do this that's the reason why God cannot let it take place just add about a few psukim later when God takes an oath ki asa pasukmem ki asa el shamayim yadi v'amarti chayinu chilolam God takes an oath that He will uh, redeem the Jews, take vengeance from the nations. Ramban says, "Hinei hashira hazot asher hayabanu da'ed emet v'neeman tagid kol hamotzaot otanu bibiu." He says, "This shira, shira tazinu, to that pasuk, sums up all of Jewish history." It mentions the beginning of the Chesed. Shiva begins with the Chesed that God did. He brought us out to gave us the land. Then it mentions how the Jews angered God. And therefore he sent them out of the country which he had given them. And referring to the Af'ehem. He, he, he dispersed them in every direction, in every corner. There are clear references in this Ramban, in these Rambans, these two Rambans, to the Christian version of Jewish history. The Christian official medieval theology, going back to Augustine, says the Jews exist and do not disappear in order to bear witness. But to bear witness to what? Right. The Christians say they bear witness to the fact that they are cursed for the rejecting the Christian Messiah. The man takes that theory and says, yes, the Jews are should have been completely destroyed, but they know they're protected. 
as a small remnant to bear testimony. To bear testimony to what? The fact that the God of Israel, and not false gods, but the God of Israel is and therefore, in fact, they will be redeemed eventually to make that point even clearer and to bring about the uh, uh, God's purpose in in creation. The man says, Everything that's been predicted here has taken place. Jews can get so now they're dispersed among the nations. And Shira Hazinu says in the end, God will pay back the enemy. Why? Why were they bad to the Jews? Why were they evil to the Jews? Why did they torture the Jews? Why did they persecute the Jews? Because they hated God. The Jews worshipped idols. The nations aren't persecuting the Jews because they worshipped idols. They, they did it because the Jews did not do as they did. And they continued to worship God. The Jews, despite everything that took place, continued to in some way serve God and did not join, did not assimilate into the nations. And that's why the Goyim hate the Jews because that testifies to God. Because they hate God, they do all these evil things to us. They are the enemies of God. As the Pasuk says, Tsarai. Ashiv nakam litsarai ule misanai ashayim. I'll pay back my enemies and those who hate me. Then Raman says there will be a gula in the future and God's name will be sanctified in the combination of Jewish history. That's it for today. Mir Hashem will be back next week after Yom Kippur for the final installment in Yomban Al-Atara we started with Beishit we've gotten to Vizot HaBrachah and we'll take this opportunity now to wish each and every one of you a Gemar Chatima Tava Chayim Tovim Shalom with Bracha and we should Bizocha to pass through what Ramban here has described, the extreme statement of Ramban about Midat Adin. Midat Adin doesn't say that you should be punished. Midat Adin says you should be destroyed. But nonetheless, because of God's promise to the Jews, Midat Chesed, we should be Socher on an individual, on a national level, Ligula, Lipdut, Vilishua. Gemara Chatimah Tova Vachol Tov.